Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. We're delighted now to have Rita come and speak with us and share. Um, Rita was born in Lebanon and she worked for FIBA um, before joining SAT7 in 1996. And she started off as a writer and presenter of children's programs which developed into the 24-7 SAT7 Kids channel. And she's also the longtime host of a popular children's program, Bedtime Stories with Rita, which sounds really lovely. <laughs> and in 2019, she became Sat7's CEO, and she's now based in Cyprus. So Rita, it's lovely to have you with us. Well, good afternoon, everyone. So good to be here, even though that is a bit cold for me coming from Cyprus. Yesterday was really lovely. But today is a bit cold. Thank God I have a coat that I brought the last minute. Uh, Pamela, Leslie, beautiful what you shared. And I think it resonates with me a lot because I have a heart for children. And that's how I started with SAT7. I don't know if you're familiar with SAT7. Have you heard of SAT7 before? Were you? Okay, some of you are. So it's a, it's a bouquet of different channels. Two in Arabic, one 24-7 for children, and one for the whole family in Arabic. That, why am I wearing my mask? Thank you. Ah, oh, that's better. And then, then we have like another channel for Iran and Afghanistan called Sat7 Pars. And the third one is Sat7 Turk for people living in Turkey and speaking the Turkish language. Now, how I started with Sat7 is goes back before, you know, when I was in war in Lebanon. I'm a country of war. I was born during the war, and I lived during the war almost all of my life. We had 20 years of war, and we fought everybody, you know, Israel, and the Palestinians, and then Syria, and then when we ran out of option, we fought each other, Christian among Christians. It was a really terrible civil war. And I lived in these days where there was a lot of insecurities. And I was six years old. My sister was four. My mother was dying. My father was in the Christian militia. And I was really insecure. I was afraid. I didn't know what the future will be holding for me. And I had a lot of questions about God and fear and death. And what made things worse is we couldn't go to school properly. And a lot of times we were hiding in bunkers because we were very afraid from the shells, from shells and, you know, like bombs around us. What made a difference in my life is my dad. He would always think about ways to distract us from the war outside. So he will bring us a television set. It was those days black and white. Now you can know like how old I am. It was black and white, and he will bring it to the bunkers, but then he will be surprised there is no electricity. So he will hook it to the car battery, and he will let us all the time watch television. It was a kind of refuge for us to just forget what's happening outside our world and be emerged in this fake 
world of television, black and white, and trying to forget, forget our misery, forget the war, forget the, the distress and the hardship. And each time the bombs are heavier outside, my dad will sneak in and put the volume up so we will not hear what's happening outside. And we grew, my sister and I, and we promised that we want to study media and make a difference in the lives of children. Because children today in the Middle East and North Africa, they consist of 60% of the population. It's a really young population. And when I say, you know, like Middle East and North Africa, remember, it's 21 countries in the Middle East plus Turkey plus Iran. 150 million children under the age of 21. And these children, they're going to grow to shape the future of their countries if they are exposed to Christian television. Television for me was not Christian, it was secular. I think I was, I don't know, watching soap operas from Egypt. I have no idea, but it was a refuge for me. But what about these children exposed to Christian television? Telling them about the love that surpasses all understanding. Telling them about the hope that we have in Christ. Telling them about forgiveness. And these children, and I've witnessed it, I've been 25 years with Sat7. These children are drawing their whole family, their father, their mother, to watch our programs. And the majority of the emails, letters, WhatsApp messages, social media interaction are from mom and dad and grandma and grandpa just wanted to tell us about how much we made a difference in the lives of these children. And I tell you, one person asked me once, he's a journalist, I was in Canada, it was a few years back, said, Rita, you're always you know, hopeful that you can make a difference in the life of these children. These are potential terrorists. You're talking about children in the Arab world. And I said, do you think you can change their hearts? And I said, well, it's not just changing their hearts. I really believe that one day one of these children will grow, at least one of these children will grow and be a leader in their countries. And then they will change the face of their country because they were exposed to Christian television when they were young. So today I'm trying just to bring you stories of the Middle East, children and young adults. And because of satellite television, their lives is changed. People in the Middle East are not resistant. When you think about Arab, automatically you think about Muslims, which is not true. I'm an Arab Christian. I was born a Christian in a Christian family. I've never been converted. I'm Lebanese. Lebanon is a Christian uh, the Christian country. And Christianity was born in the Middle East. In Acts 2, when Peter went and was trying, you know, like to, 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 uh, to speak in tongues and talk about the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he spoke in many tongues. One of them is Arabic. So we are, we were there before Islam. It's just an Arabic language. And this is what we try, you know, like to, to convey to people who are watching us, Muslim and Christians, that yes, Jesus is for everyone. It's like for Muslim and for Christians. 
And we can make a difference in our society if we just tell them about the love of Christ because these people are not resistant, but they didn't know. They never heard. I remember I went um, a few years back to a refugee camp in the Bekaa of Lebanon. I am from Bekaa. All of my life, I was, because of my father and in the militia, Christian militia, I always thought that Muslims are our enemies, and especially, you know, Palestinians, and after that, Syrians. And here we are in Lebanon, one of the countries that opened their doors for refugees from Syria and, and Palestine, Palestinians. And especially the church is serving, you know, these people. I went to Bikavali. And uh, I was invited in one of the tents of the refugees, and it's literally maybe the size of this platform. And there, there were like 10 or 12 children, one man and two ladies. And I sat with them on the floor, and it was, there was nothing. It was so hot outside, 40 degrees Celsius, maybe more, it was July, and just mattresses on the floor. And in the corner of this tent, there was a television set hooked to a satellite and they're watching among other channels not just Sat 7 they're watching Sat 7 it is the, the only way to keep the children off the street and I started asking them and I told them if you have one wish what do you wish for and the families the women and the men said well we wish to go back home and home for them is not the streets or the houses. It's where they buried their father and mother. Because very important, it's biblical also when Joseph, you know, took the bones of you know, his father. It's very important that, you know, like we belong to a land. But with the children, when I asked them, hey, and what do you wish? They said, we wish to go to school. And one child said, hey, one second. He ran out from the tent came back with a school bag and he told me, Rita, I brought it all the way from Aleppo. And then he opened it and he said, but look, it's empty. There's no books, no pencils, nothing. And that day, we commit as at seven to make a difference, not just in the spiritual life of these children, but also in helping them get at least a basic education. So we started in 2015 a program on the screen called My School and covering the first, first grade till the fifth grade. And it's unbelievable how many, not just children in refugee camps learning French, Arabic, science and math, also their mothers who are illiterate because you know that the illiteracy in the Middle East is very high, 60% especially among women. And also people from North Africa, Algerian or Tunisian wanting to, to study uh, English or Egyptian wanted to study French. And until today, this program, my school, who are who is on set seven is like number one program because we're trying to give them a better life. My life was changed because I met Jesus Christ. And I know that it's very hard to hear about the street children in Kenya and other, you know, like part of the world. It's really breaking my heart. And you think 
one day that when you met Jesus, you meet Jesus Christ, that your life will be changed, and you will have all the answers for all your questions, for all questions. But we don't. And this is what was my first disappointment when I come to Christ, because a lot of people tell me, Rita, Rita, when you come to Christ, all your troubles will go away, and the troubles were still there. But at least I know that even when the troubles are there, I'm not alone. And this is what we try to tell people in the Middle East and North Africa through the programs we produce. Not just programs for children, programs for women, programs for youth, programs you know, regarding education, social impact programs, programs highlighting, highlighting the, the, the illiteracy or the disability in our society, and it's three languages. Arabic, Farsi, and Turkish. And the team with us, the team of convert you know, Muslims from Iranian background, from Turkish background, from North African background, all they want is to serve the Lord and give the best for the people that they serve. So we always say we are a Christian satellite station or channels, we are Christian satellite channels by the Christians of the Middle East, for the Christian of the Middle East, or by Middle Eastern for Middle Eastern. And I know that we, one day, we will be amazed to see the fruits of all this ministry that we hear, you know, from. Um, just to finish with this story for your encouragement, and if you please, you know, like you can hear a lot more stories, you know, from Joy, sorry, from not Joy, from John there, you know, you can sign up to know like more about our news, visit our website, it's choose Joy, this is what's tricked me, and the www.set7uk.org, we have more testimonies that you can read, you know, like and know about what's happening in the Middle East, and if you meet me and, you know, talk to me, even though I went through a lot during the war in Lebanon, I'm a very hopeful person. Because I know that this hope that we are clenching at in the Middle East is not a false one. It's based on knowing that he is with us. And we're there for a reason, to make a difference on the ground. So I'll finish with this. It's, we're there for children. We're there for illiterate. We're there for women. We're there for young adults. And we're there for the church. Even though you hear a lot of times that, oh, the church is dying, what's happening with the Christian there, we will be amazed to see a new emerging church in the Middle East and North Africa that consists of Muslims and a lot of Muslims coming for the Lord to know him more and to serve him more. Through dreams, through reading the Bible, through satellite television, we'll be amazed. And I thank God for this privilege that he has given Sat7 today to be a platform for this new church. This lady from Iran, she wrote to us, and it's like one, one you know, like year back, and I still remember the story because it's a story of many people who are isolated Christians, like in Afghanistan or Iran, or in certain, you know, like places in Syria and Iraq. This lady wrote to us and said, I'm a Christian believer. I've been with you. And the Lord changed my life because of your programs on Sat7 Pars in Farsi. But I live in Tehran. And I don't know where to go to worship in a church or pray. I don't know any church here. But you became, as Sat7, a church in my home. 
So when you pray on the screen, I pray with you. And when you worship on the screen, I worship with you. And I pray one day that I will meet you and pray with you in person and worship with you in person. And this time, my friends, in set seven, when I meet with you, I'm going to bow down and wash your feet and tell you, thank you for what you're doing to the isolated church, isolated believers in a country like Iran. I'll finish here. Thank you very much. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.